0: This is the problem. The infrastructure isn't there for streaming, like for, for streaming games. It's Google Stadia. Google could have thrown all the money in the world at the fucking Stadia. I have no idea how much money they threw in it, but I guarantee you they threw more money into the Stadia than they did than, than Sony did with PlayStation Now, and it was dead before it even hit release.
1: Welcome to the Glasshouse Game Show, recorded not yet, back in the studio, we're still all remote. Um, I'm Samantha, and today I'm joined by Matt and Alex P. Hello. And we have a very special guest um, veteran game critic, Dia Lucina. Hi. Hey, Dia, do you want to tell us a little bit? about your stuff, um, the kind of work you do? Um, although I genuinely would have find it hard-pressed to imagine anyone that watches this isn't familiar with your stuff.
0: <laughs> um, well, you know, most of the time I'm writing about video games, but lately I got um, bored with kind of writing about <laughs> games <laughs> and decided to take a long absence and just um, play games and talk about them on YouTube. So, uh, yeah, I'm just a game critic. You can, you know, I work for Paste. I work for Waypoint. Or vice gaming, um, and that's where I live these days.
1: Your um, your Dragon's Dogma let's play, which has been going on for a little while now, as as a joy. Um, <laughs> it's just yeah. It's really funny
0: because I never know who's writing it about watching it because I never get feedback. Um,
1: I'm just saying, watching it, so... smiling.
0: It's <laughs> <laughs> so, like I never. It's always funny to hear like it's like oh you're fucking Dragon's Dogma. I'm like, okay, you were watching that. All
1: right. <laughs>
2: a good call to action for everybody that's watching this just say so in the comments we'd like
3: to hear from you it's really (laughs) nice tell the creators you like
1: that you love their stuff goes a long way um and we're here we're actually here today to talk about Got it. I have this funereal tone and it's probably appropriate, we're here to talk, we're, here. we're gathered here today. <laughs> we've gathered
3: here today. To
1: talk about the demise of the PlayStation Store and particularly the games we've lost along the way. Um, there's uh This came up. I'm gonna start crying. Because the, the gamer, um, citing unnamed sources, um, have said that the, the PS3, PSP and... VIA stores are going to close um, pretty much this summer, the PS3 and PSP stores are closing July 2nd, PSV storefront is going to shut down on August 27th apparently. Um, currently, um, things aren't that great anyway, Games, the, the games are only available through each device's own app, you can't search on the PlayStation Store website or anything. So you need the hardware, and you need to go through it like the old school. And I don't know if you've used the PS Three storefront ever, um, viewers at home, but it's terrible. I would not like it's the Sony just the worst interface ever. Um, but that is your only way to go and find these um, old obscure games. Um, and I think we we've talked a lot about preservation, and I think this come this one comes up. Um, this one really hits because. This isn't just the PS3 or the the handhelds game libraries. This is like all tied in with the PS2 and PS1 stuff. There's a lot of stuff that was backwards compatible with the PS3 that's now about to be... There's pretty much nowhere to buy it. So if you don't have a physical copy, you're never going to play these games again. And when I started looking through the list... I think what surprised me was there's definitely obscure stuff that's com- just completely lost, which is tragic. But there's also like really prolific stuff, um, including um, Eco, which is I mean already probably a pain in the arse to get a hold of. But that's going to be that's going to be gone, um, and along with that Shadow of the Colossus, um, even though that has a remake on the PS4. Um, the original version's gonna be gone and-, and Eco doesn't have a remake at all. So like, yeah, Eco Eco, like this game that people constantly say is one of the best games ever made. You just won't be able to buy it. Like it's so fucking weird. Um but like that's that's obviously me to my own to team eco horn all the time. So I wanna hear like <sighs> War, f- for everyone, like, what are. Was game- that like a
2: collector's edition thing? Did they include that in one of the uh, the box copies? S- S- Sam's horn. Sam, I <laughs> never played, <laughs> more, than- Sam, I never played more than
0: 15 minutes of Eco.
1: Okay, <laughs> here's my confession, okay? Here's my confession, right? <laughs> I don't like Eco that much. It's a game that I ah, admire guys, more than I enjoyed stop. it. All
3: right, I'm cutting the- I'm cutting <laughs> the-
1: Shadow Colossus is, is you, my favorite game of all time, okay? I've got time for- Yeah,
3: I mean, I love Sh- Shadow of the Colossus, but Eco is probably my second favorite game of all time. And your
1: first is Shadow, right?
3: Um, No, but Shadow's probably like five. Okay, whatever, dude. They're both in They're both- <laughs> Right, yeah. <laughs> both in the top ten. It's, uh, that's Hold on, whatever. right, just while we're here,
1: we're going to a tangent here, what is your number one game, then?
3: Uh, Dark Souls. Whoa. Well, that's
1: appropriate, because, dear, we were talking before the show that you're, um, one of the games that you care about a lot here is uh, Demon Souls, which has already had a whole history of issues, but that's about to go away.
0: Yeah, um, honestly, like, is Kingsfield 4 on the PS2 chopping block? Or was that never a digital download for the it PS3? It may never, might never have been. Kingsfield for it. Let's have a look though. Because, because really, if I'm if I'm truly honest, you know, Dark Souls is great, Demon Souls is great, um, Kingsfield is uh, where it's really at. But um, <laughs> fuck, fuck, if you could play that anywhere.
1: This might be Kingsfield might be already gone.
0: Oh God, we've lost Kingsfield, and that's why people are stupid now. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's because I can think about you know Demon Souls, and I think it's important, and I I really like Demon Souls a lot, but um I think it I think it broke people, um and to understanding what games are and how they work because the thing that people always clarify as the important like the defining thing about Demon Souls and like what Demon Souls like the core of Demon Souls man is um that it teaches you how to play the game and like you have to like. <laughs> You learn Demon Souls. It's like, motherfucker, you do that with every game.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and I really it's like it's, like, it. it's
0: like, oh you see, you have to learn like where the where the enemies are. Yeah, motherfucker, you did that in Mario Brothers.
3: It's <laughs> all true.
1: <laughs> it's all so true. true. It's no this this is like the Let's like, just destroy
0: thing. the legacy of Demon Souls, of the souls likes right now. Um they don't do anything special.
1: They just yeah. do it well. Yeah. I said it. They don't do anything <laughs> special,
0: but we love them anyway.
1: <laughs> I wouldn't if... dare. Now that's that. really gonna fuck up
0: the rest of this conversation about things that we're losing.
1: I think. I mean, I think. The... What we like
2: to do is start these episodes on a very like uh, aggressive, <laughs> like in-your-face <laughs> style, uh, and then just like separate the wheat from the chaff in terms of the viewership. We slowly like... walk it back. <laughs> Yeah. No, I mean, like, if they can handle that, they'll be okay with the rest of the episode. <laughs> me, like, just, that's the, I'm that's just gonna jump in in
1: ten minutes, but like, no, 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 Dark Souls is good. No, it's really good. Let me explain how it's really good. I swear. Um, yes, the thing is, it really is good, but it's also nothing special. Like,
0: if we really break it down, <laughs> there's nothing there.
1: It's um. I think like. I mean, sp- I mean, oh, who cares? But we need to special? preserve it. I mean, this is this is this is the, this is the thing, though, right? Because it doesn't matter how good these games are, because I think some of the games that I'm going to bring up are dog shit. That we exactly should no. On. I'm
0: like looking at your list, and I'm like, I'm like, you got three kill zones on this list, and you've got like infamous one <laughs> and two. I'm like,
1: hey, are you heavenly sword? Really? Fucking heavenly sword? Like, like there'll be And you know what? But they all deserve to, to but... live. Like yeah. <laughs> if, if he- Heavenly Sword goes, Andy Serkis has to shed a single mocap tear down his cheek. Okay, <laughs> it's, 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 was Andy Serkis tragedy. involved in that? He
0: was.
2: Yeah. He
1: yeah he was like Shit. I think he had a collaboration he the with sword. Ninja <laughs> he
3: Theory. He's the one sword? with the titties and the swords.
1: <laughs> he's um he had like a thing with Ninja Theory about doing their mocap, and then I know he was like monkey and enslaved, but I think uh, he's the villain. I think in Heavenly Sword. Yeah um i forgot i forgot he was uh enslaved yeah so very memorable performance from old andy there but i think like i think the thing with demon souls though like to stand out is like demon souls has been on the downward spiral of being unplayable for a long time because the servers got shut down was it last year or the year before a couple years ago yeah
0: it it was the year before last i think yeah
1: so, like, I mean, so in a certain sense, like that game has already taken a big blow in terms of making it playable. And if you've been watching this far, you're probably shouting at the screen or into your your headphones. But Sam, they remade it for the piss of. Surely, <laughs> surely it's been preserved, and we're, our work is done. And it's like, no, this remake is no substitute at all. Um. In a lot of ways, not just the, the obvious either.
0: I mean, that's the thing, is a remake is not the original article. Yeah, no. Like, it, it, is, it is by definition not the thing itself. Um, so yes, like, we have preserved a facsimile of it, but like, that's like saying the George Clooney Solaris is a <laughs> preservation <laughs> of the Tarkovsky Solaris. <laughs> Just because George Clooney bears an eerily resemblance to the actor from the original one, too, which is like fucking weird
3: Worse hair though.
2: Yeah, everyone <laughs> loves the colorized uh, version of Psycho with Vince Vaughn in it. Like That's the that's the one we all remember
1: That's that is... is it Steve who's it the falls down the stairs at the beginning is it the Who is the actor I in the remake? oh shit. okay i just remember that scene in the remake being really funny um but anyway that's a tangent um i think it's, it's funny with remakes i think like in film this is understood right remakes but because of the weird way technology factors into games a lot of this stuff is regarded very differently um i think because obviously we've got remasters which is theoretically just the same game but with some new textures and even there you can argue that that is you know like i remember when um they did the remaster of shadow of the colossus before the full remake thing they did and they like up the resolution and frame rate um i think they increased the draw distance and stuff and even there there was outcry over like this is a different game and it's like it is like it is fun (laughs) it's fundamentally a different game i mean how much you know it doesn't matter like that is now a different game and
3: that's where when it's bungled so much like the like the Silent Hill remasters, where it's Comic Sans it, everywhere. It was a different game, <laughs> right? It was a different game it's better, because better game. Had... <laughs> it's for the <laughs> When you use the peak form of font, then how can it how, be it's, this... it's
2: more readable for dyslexics, so you know
1: more accessible. Is Comic Sans
3: one of the more accessible? It, yeah, forms? it is yeah. apparently. <laughs> That's great.
1: I wonder where that I mean. is. That's that's a topic for another day, um, but yeah. I'm just imagining now the Demon Souls remake they did, but they use Comic Sans for like all the menus. And <laughs> well, stuff. god,
0: they might as well have. They used this awful, <laughs> fucking, like it is
3: really I mean, <laughs> it's bland. a it is, terrible font. It is a very readable, readable, legible it font. It is. It's though. a very legible like, font, and it it's, looks awful. They sucked the soul out of the font. Oh, but I oh, can definitely. That's who you did atle- there. Yep, <laughs> I can definitely at least see the like the accessibility argument. No, because you know what? what would have been I nice? think you could what read have... the
0: thing just fine originally.
2: What the letters were nice, very though?
3: unique. Right, but what would have been nice is if there was an option. A- an option, like you having a lot of, uh, w- like when you have on a lot of remasters of. I mean, look, Sony clearly pumped a lot of money into this, so we should have had like
0: a dual UI. We could have had that Ooh. if if the Secret of Monkey Island can do it. Yeah. <clears throat> The, the, you the, the, the console, the, the, you know, selling, con- like, you know, launch title should have been the fucking one to do it. I think that's
2: um, something that we, I think we rarely talk about this because we, we do a lot of um, shows about preservation. But I, I think that the topic that we never broach is that there's not much money in something that is old continuing to exist. Like, you know, maybe you'll get a couple sales of it just out of curiosity. But there is a lot of money in remaking something, remastering it, having the new and polished version of it. Um, and does does it just come down to there not being a financial incentive? Is that really the only way?
1: I mean, yeah. I don't even
0: know that it's. <laughs> I don't even know that it's necessarily a financial incentive. Like I think on it's just on a base level, um, and it is. It's related to you know finances, but it's not necessarily. This is going to make money. It's that shareholders want to see the new sexy thing on the front cover You know, that's why like You know they got rid of all that old ps3 vita playstation 2 playstation 1 crap from the store Because the reason they're doing that is because they don't want that trickling up they don't want it on the on, on the, the thing they want playstation 4 titles maybe and PlayStation Five titles, big as hell. Definitely mm. the first thing that you see. You know, they don't want to see. They don't want to see Infamous Two. They was, want uh, to see the new Spider Man. They like the rest of us.
1: I like. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna. Um, one thing that came out. I was talking to my flatmate about um, the Final Fantasy VII remake, which they really liked, um, and they were they they'd really enjoyed it. And then they'd seen that there was DLC for the PS Five version. That wasn't going to be made available for the PS4 version. They were kind of heartbroken about it, and I was like, "and and it's like that that feels to me like an example of this model of pushing for the shiny new thing." Even even something that's barely a year is Final Fantasy Seven even isn't even a year old yet, and they're like, "Yeah, fuck the old version. Fucking buy it on PS5 again. Pay that money." I mean, I know it's a free upgrade if you've got the disc copy or whatever, but like. Pfft. That sucks. Like, I mean, you're still going to buy a fucking PS5.
2: This just made me think about how you can draw a a parallel to the difficulty of getting public infrastructure works to exist. Because no one wants to campaign on, like, I'm going to maintain the roadways that already exist, but everybody wants their name next to a new bridge. Like, you want the photo of you cutting the ribbon on something. You don't want to spend, like, 10 million on just making sure that, like, people can still get to work. And it's exactly the same for fucking video games. So you don't want to make sure that people can still play um, Blinks the Time Sweeper. Um, you, you want to be able to put <laughs> Blinks 4 out.
3: There's probably also um, the the element that probably in order to have the best kind of remaster or remake, and this isn't gonna be true for every case, but the best kind of remake or remaster probably heavily involves at least someone like the creative director of the of the original game, which anytime you posit the question to most people who are playing video games of whether you want that person to be working on a new thing or working on this old thing, I mean, I, I think I've been, if you ask my, myself, I'm not sure I would say, you know, make that old thing you know, more accessible now. I because I I am interested in in seeing what this person who presumably made this great thing that I still want to play, I want to see them make a new thing as well. I want to see what they what they can create.
1: You excited for Elden Ring, then? I mean, come on.
0: <laughs> I don't ever even see gamers who are constantly you know like ever since the PlayStation Five dropped, it's been Bloodborne PS Five when. Bloodborne PS5 when Bloodborne PS5 One, Bloodborne PS5 when Bloodborne PS5 when. not even like Elden Scrolls when it's just been Bloodborne PS5 when, um, and it's like no one really cares if Miyazaki is attached to that at all. They just want the fucking Bloodborne PS5.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, how many? I mean, was anyone from From involved with the Demon Souls remaster? Like, remaster?
0: I'm sure they probably like gave it a cursory blessing, but I haven't read anything about them like
3: i think that they gave them like uh their original uh like art art documents like all of the stuff Which that they then they ignored took to yeah yeah <laughs> <to create. laughs> well i mean i would think when you look at any sort of original uh concept art for any video games the end thing is always yeah very different in a way so it's I more see, of we're like we're all going to be real fucked up when
0: Elden Ring comes out and it looks like it's got a fucking Ubisoft, you know, clean, polished interface like what we're seeing in the Demon Souls Remaster because that was Miyazaki's vision all.
1: That long. was that all along. What was um what was Sekiro's UI like? Like I can't remember Sekiro, it's fuzzy in my brain now.
0: Um it was it was it was um more modern, but it was still very much kind of the from highly kind of yeah. styled uh interface i
1: was just
3: playing it for some capture
1: oh yeah it just looks like dark souls with like yeah. some like nice oil paint it's slightly cleaner
0: clean. but like you know it's, it's a slightly hd cleaner so paint. you
3: can read that you can read the text
1: <laughs> i think um it's funny it's funny because i know i know with the shadow closet remake they did um i know um uh a way to like i know they can they pass some notes along of stuff that they could change or they think they should change I again no word on whether that was ever implemented or what those suggestions were so i know sometimes they get these creators but it's a weird one though right because there, we have remakes and we have remakes we have remakes which are the same game with better graphics, then we have like, Resi 2 or Final Fantasy 7 where it's like, no, these are just new games on, built on the bones of the old one. These are remakes in the the, the classic sense of like, imaginings. Yeah, and, and it's weird that we, like, we don't really have the language to really tell these apart, and therefore it's really difficult to even parse like what is the value of, like, what what changes are valuable and stuff. Like, Demon's Souls, like, as a remake, is, like, very different from the original in a lot of ways. Like, even aside from the graphical, like, just aesthetically, it goes for a lot of different choices. And it's like, how valid are those, you know, versus what is the actual mission statement of the game? Like, is it to just bring Demon's Souls up to date? Theoret, you know whatever that means, or like, are they given free license to go and just imagine what they want out of it? Um, and it's so blurry, like, and what people want and what they don't want and what they care about, and like, you know, I feel like for a lot of it, like shiny, shiny graphics go a long way, regardless of whether the art is intact. But um, it's a really games have a really weird relationship with all this stuff that I, I just. I don't think any. I mean, other than maybe the Star Wars remasters that George Lucas does every few years, where he keeps adding McClungy and everything. <laughs> well, it's funny because um,
0: I don't even think the new Demon Souls. Um, I don't think it's 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 called a remaster or a remake or HD or anything like that. I'm pretty sure it's just straight up Demon Souls, and we have to you know in like writing about it append brackets 2020. Yeah. Um, because I'm pretty sure it's just it's just Demon Souls now, and that's it. And that's what, you know, Stony wants. Uh, we
2: don't want you to they think
1: of the old yin. Yeah, yeah I it's... think
2: they would have you think that it was just, like, the first pass and the first try. Yeah, before, it's just Demon's Souls. it right this time. Forget that old shit. <laughs> I that,
3: that maybe speaks a little bit to some remakes that focus on... Which maybe those are just remasters, but because you're what you're saying, Simon, like that we almost have a failing of language here, or at least accepted language is what we can use to describe these games where a lot of maybe remakes or or remasters are this is for this is for you know preservation in a sense of making this game playable on modern hardware and accessible to modern audiences, where even when you do that, sometimes the game still has remnants of of maybe older um, older game design that would be too, like, I don't know, inaccessible to modern audiences, which is, you know, that's just making sure that, that that's what the original game was. And if you don't like that, that's fine. But that's that's what it was versus some remakes, maybe like the newer Demon Souls, which rebuilt the game in, I think, in a sense, as a modern game. Like they didn't it's not a it's not a just re um reskinning of of the of the original one it it, it it's in an, it's in a whole new engine kind of thing where it definitely it feels when you're playing it now it feels like a modern a a game that came out in 2020 mm-hmm. in the way that the the action and everything plays yeah um and i don't i don't want to say that that's like a bad thing because it does feel like a new game. It does feel, when I played this game, when I played Demon Souls 2020, <laughs> uh, I did feel a lot of the same sort of, you know, mystic, mystical, mystery, magicalness of the, of the original one. The but game. it still felt like a, it did, I had that feeling still, but I still felt like I was playing a new game. I had all the, the levels memorized, so like that was all the same, but it still felt like a new experience. Uh, and that was, that was interesting and good for me in a way, but it's not the same thing as just playing a, you know, an upscaled version of Demon's Souls. Cause it is, a, it is still inherently a different game in some good ways and in some not good ways. Um, but there's, it's, yeah, video games are this weird medium where we don't have. We don't have ways to really communicate what these things are, or even what to expect. Like, I think that a lot of people were probably just expecting a... I
1: think I think language is part of it, but I also wonder, like, I I feel that when you watch the market, you listen to the marketing and interview for a lot of this stuff, I feel like they don't like I've, i sometimes feel like the creators of these remakes and remasters don't know exactly what they're aiming for you'll hear them in one interview talk about oh yeah we've 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 captured the essence and the soul of the original huh um but then in another interview it's like it's basically like a new game and like all this <laughs> stuff and it, it feels like they we captured the soul <laughs> but then we've used it to make a frankenstein
3: <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's
0: all it's all marketing it's mm-hmm. all i mean it's 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 who are we you know some people will get the messaging that it's, it's, it's just the original and we've got the soul of it and the thing that you love is still here. And then the people who don't want that will hear, oh, it's all fucking brand new. We, we ripped out the, all the crap that you hated and we put all this new shit in and it looks great and it's faster and, you know, um, there's no more of that like having to farm for grass shit. Um, like I remember
2: once I spoke to somebody who worked in PR and they were doing uh, an event for a racing game um, and they had gotten uh, a bunch of models to like have the, the game's name like painted on, onto their breasts. Uh, and I remember replying in an email to this guy going like, you think that's maybe a little regressive? Uh, and they're like, well... You know, we wouldn't have done this for like, you know, you in, you know, your corner of uh, games journalism. (laughs) We did it. We did it for all the lads, Max. Right. Like, so that, you know, that's just the expectation of, of that medium. And like, that's that's what I think about all the time when this sort of stuff comes up that it's like,
0: yeah, no, you're exactly right. And that's the kind of like how it's been all been, you know, the language has been cocked up so badly because. You know, we use remaster for the people who need to hear remaster. And I think a lot of it also is like what words were in vogue at the time, you know, um, and what words that the the population has, you know, people don't necessarily want to see remake as part of like, you know, a marketing package. Um, If it's something that's described that way, that's nice. But they like, we like remaster because it's, oh, the thing that you like, but better now is the you know sure. the accompanying like this. if you
3: wrote port people would people would be not would, <laughs> would yeah no, we riot, don't use right? port
0: like, even though when things are you know just really are just straight ports we don't say it's just a port you know like <laughs> super mario yeah. 3d world port
2: <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. Hey, it's true huh yeah there's no way for you to just like do it and then get the credit of this thing being accessible it has to be new mm
0: hmm or it has to, you know, now now we can just straight up, like, overtake the old. We can mm-hmm. just have Demon Souls, um, which is weird, because, you know, just, you know, a couple of years before that, we had to have Dark Souls remastered, um, and, like, really, that was just kind of Dark Souls got the PlayStation 4 Dark Souls 2
1: treatment, which is... Know? Where they fucked up the bonfires. That's about the only thing I could tell was different. <laughs> is they, they they somehow fucked up the little animation on the bonfires. That was that. That was the only thing that seemed different to me.
0: Well, I mean, it was it was it was. Um, we'll run. It, it runs at sixty frames per second, which is fucking weird. Um, I still Bl- Blighttown get...
1: at sixty fps. I don't know. I don't know about no, that. It's... Blighttown
0: just running is uh,
2: <laughs> like uh, unpalatable to me. It's it's unless really... you're playing it on a base Xbox Three Sixty with the fans like <laughs> fucking whirring <laughs> like it's not it's not the experience as it was intended
1: So, to move on from Demon's Souls, because otherwise I think we'll be here all day. And we actually just got the news, apparently, that Sony is considering a live-action adaptation. So, yeah, we could be here all day talking about just Demon's Souls. But there is a lot of games that are from across the PS3 and PS2 that are going. I didn't put together a list for the PSP or Vita, um, but feel free to jump in with anything that you just want to talk about. But the, the, the list of stuff that's available in the PS3... That is going here's a f- these This isn't even everything, this is just a few choice games. Because the thing that stuck out to me is none of these are like obscure, really. Um, but you have Tokyo Jungle, which I know you're a big fan of, Matt. Um, I
2: bloody love a little bit of Tokyo Jungle, yeah. There's like, um, like, it's like we said at the start of the episode that uh, Demon's Souls and Dark Souls is not really all that like, um. it it doesn't really break any new ground i would i would hesitate to say that tokyo jungle does anything that hasn't been uh then followed up with you know thousands of different roguelikes but pretty fucking
3: good pretty i like it yeah (laughs) but how many other
2: games have like pomeranians exactly principal figures there is very good pomeranian representation in uh in tokyo jungle it's oh wait i wait hang on ghost trick
3: um Ghost Trek? Are we naming other games? Yeah, there's a Pomeranian and Ghost <laughs>
1: Trek. <laughs> this, this just became the Pomeranian and Games yeah, episode. Yeah.
2: I know this one more.
3: <laughs> Wait, weren't there, weren't there also, like, ibos in Tokyo Jungle? I mean, probably dogs, right?
2: There was a, a human man in, uh, in
3: Tokyo Jungle yeah you know, there, there, there was there's, I there's just, the robot dog um i just googled video games with pomeranians and the first thing all the first things are tokyo jungle <laughs> <laughs> there you go prolific <laughs>
1: pomeranian representation in this game um was tokyo jungle an online thing or was it just a single player thing? yeah it was an online thing.
2: oh there was a component i think you could upload your your scores but yeah, I don't think there was any way to intrude on other people's games. Right, okay.
1: I always I never I never <laughs> played it, I just saw it from afar and was like, ooh. Man, it's banging. Um a, a much very obscure little title here that some people may have heard of. Uh Metal Gear Solid Four, Guns of the Patriots. Um
3: This just feels weird because it's beyond just like it that in its own context, uh, outside of all of the Konami and Kojima stuff. You'd be like, okay, that's clearly going to be just re-released in some legacy thing for the PS5 or whatever. But because of the whole soap opera drama <laughs> that is their relationship and and the relationship with Sony even and the rights to that, that that might be one of those. It might just things go things that you look. Yeah, that you look back on it's like that's a that's a weird that that is not the
1: we, the thing that stands out to me as well is Mega Four feels intimately tied to the PS3 as well because a lot of the gimmicks of it are tied to like I the disc changes this. and all yeah. this stuff.
2: There's something very prominent about the way that the save system works as well. Like there there are jokes about like the way that the icons look in like the PS3 saving that is like if you were there at the time you get it oh and the like the install screens while you're waiting for the the game to actually be on the machine is you have to watch snake smoking cigarettes and and whatever (laughs) and you wouldn't be able to do that now i don't think unless you were waiting for it to download and that was the screen you had to sit on like that that experience like literally just won't happen again
0: how long before we start baking in fake load times because we realize (laughs) how much players actually do like them and like need them
2: it's interesting that you bring this up, because uh, I posted our um, one of our latest episodes to Reddit about um, patents that some companies had had, and one of them was about playing games in loading screens, and a really big comment thread emerged about deliberately putting loading screens in now because you know games don't have loading screens anymore we've all got std SS, stds yeah, yeah. well we, we mentioned it during the ghost
3: of tsushima
1: you've been hanging out we with this the... babes there matt is that yeah. what's been going
2: on that's totally what happened yeah
3: we mentioned in the ghost of tsushima reflections and just like the news about it how the game was running so well on the ps4 that they had to patch in longer loading screens so that people could actually read the little blurbs that they had made <laughs> that they had written for the like the tutorials and little lore bits that they had put in the which in the loading screens because they're just loading too quickly and they just look like flashes which is funny because i, I
0: haven't loaded up bloodborne yet on the playstation 5 but i definitely it's installed on the hard drive there so i wonder how how that's going to deal with the load times but like i definitely remember like friends that were like you know playing bloodborne and halfway through they're like oh fuck i just got spoiled by the load screen
1: <laughs> oh yeah with all the items and stuff yeah
0: yeah like there's like there's at least a couple items in there that definitely like if you see them you're like well shit now i know what's going on
1: very weird because the yeah. yeah that was always something that did surprise me with uh, Bloodborne that they put like just random items and the the load screen for your raid because it felt i guess coming from like dark souls or something where it's it felt so sparse it was weird like just this game just being front loaded with loads of that stuff um without you necessarily having to go and find it um, is there an
2: item in there at some point that basically just says like it's aliens in it? Or
1: like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you yeah, there are the at least item. a couple.
3: I love that we're sliding back down into glass Hole souls again. Yeah, we've
1: we've <laughs> had. Um, I think though the thing with load screens though, because it's funny. Like load screens is a weird one because I was thinking about like um, some games that have been remastered have had um, stuff change, and one that stands out to me was with the when Halo um, Combat Evolved got brought to the Master Chief Collection. And they there's still there was obviously load screens in the original, but it was just this like sort of weird dark image of the halo and blue light would go across it, and it was done, and it was just this weird little limbo between levels. But in and the, when they brought the Master Chief Collection, they just slapped this horrible JPEG of the next level, the next level's name, and this little load bar. So like. In the original you don't know what level you're going into you don't you know you're each of those little levels ending in this little cliffhanger that rolls you into the next one but in the the fucking master chief one it's just here's where you're going here's what it's called and it's just and it's ugly it's it's unbe- the ugliest load screen you've ever seen and and it and it bothers me and i think god loading screens are like weirdly a part of Like the video game experience of like, and it's like, yeah, you've got to think about that stuff and really care about it. Like, it's not just, oh, this is just the thing we have to put in between levels. It's like, no, that's, that's, that's real estate. It's part of the
2: pacing.
3: Yeah. So are you guys, are you guys, are you guys angry about that whole GTA 5 thing where one of the players had Oh, fuck uh, no. (laughs) so there is a limit right five minute loading screen is too much
1: five minutes what what, what, what gta 5 are you playing i've I've been in there for hours trying to get into gta online the fucking load screens in that game jesus also the load screen in gta 5 is really boring and not interesting so
0: yeah no it doesn't do anything i
3: mean it's it's a rockstar load screen (laughs)
1: It's absolutely not
3: even it's like the vertigo inducing like it's just the oh that no, no no i was thinking about it in the
1: pc it? you get the like the little image screens the worst one is actually um red dead um 2 which has just some really ugly load screens with these weird like and they do this little like image develop thing, but it looks so cheap and nasty that it just really oh, doesn't yeah, sell. No, it's it.
0: it's well it's so funny because they're trying to mimic collodion, uh the Colloidian process, which yeah. is a wet glass plate, you know, filmic device. And it's like the camera in the game isn't a fucking collodion; <laughs> It doesn't use that process it's actually like an early you know kodak like film like you know uh chemical emulsion one like it's just like th- this is not the camera that you're even using for this
1: and see this is the this is the lack of attention detail that bakes you in the ass because we will oh god it, we will trash it your is. game He's so
0: pissed i was like unlocked when like i got the game and i was just like sitting there, i was like i was just like fuck this fucking game fuck it into the sun <laughs> This is not the same chemical process as the camera of is being the
3: camera, used. <laughs> the
0: camera lens. <laughs> well, and like a- I was really impressed. I was like I was like, "Oh shit, you actually you you, you got the correct camera. You got the camera for like the photo <laughs> mode that like would be, you know, was was like historically appropriate for the time." And then you use an entire method for like, you know, the load screens that's not related to that camera. It made me furious. <laughs>
1: It's, it's weird, like, they, they went all that effort of, like, yeah, you actually have to plant the camera down and you've got all these limitations on, like, how to use it and then just that attention to detail. Just just do the weird, the cheap Photoshop inverse filter and try and imitate this that's completely unrelated. Just, just do that. It looks horrible, so I don't even know why they did it. Um, really, really bizarre choice. But if you think it didn't matter, Rockstar, it did. We've brought up your game solely <laughs> in this episode to trash you for ten minutes because of this, so you take you take notes for your next time. Um what have we got what have we got next on this PS3 list? Um God Hand. Um which is obviously a PS2 game, but um, that's not that's that's gonna be very difficult to, to find a copy of and play in the years to come is anyone a big fan of god hands i've never played it i just know it has a big
3: I following. literally
0: said i'd never played it i was just like no
3: but i think in a way though it touches more on because you know it, it is a ps2 game that's just available on the store yeah. and all those ps classic games i don't want to say all of them but i, I can't think of any ones that are available on the ps4 ps5 store so all all the ps1 classics and ps2 classics that you can just get for under 10 bucks or whatever on the ps on the playstation store that you could play on playstation 3 they're not available for for the for playstation 4 or 5 even though they could very easily be available uh through software and emulation even on those things but that's even a good kind of good point is like i mean the playstation
0: 2 eventually there won't be playstation 2s yeah i mean you stop making them there right like yeah but they don't they haven't made them in a while and like We're going to run out of, like, drives. People are going to, like, be, like, it's going to be, like, you know, Horizon Zero Dawn, but people are going to be scavenging for fucking, you know, (laughs) PlayStation 2, like, reader, you know, like, lenses and shit. That sounds like a better game. And, cobbling them together. Like, yeah, actually, that's, 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 you know, that's our horrible future. Instead of, like, the (laughs) coffee cups that, like, Alloy picks up, it's going to be, like, you know, oh, I found a PlayStation 2 (laughs) laser. We can take
2: this
3: back maybe oh, no, work. any
2: of them still work
3: it's, <laughs> it's probably the it's probably the saddest thing for me about this is not necessarily like the ps3 things that might disappear but is actually like I you still even recently use my ps vita to play some of like the ps1 games because it's just it's more convenient it feels more um it feels more i don't know like esoterically immersive or whatever to play a ps1 game on on the vita than to load up RetroArch and and launch it on my pc playing it in some weird like uh upscaled and up whatever version of it even though the psv emulator is not very good it still just is a convenient just in the same way that people like to play switch on in handheld like ps vita i can play ogre battle from bed or whatever you know and it's 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 a it's a nice way to experience or re-experience these games without them feeling like such an investment. I think a big part of why people, a lot of people don't play older or retro games is because it feels like, well, why am I gonna invest a bunch of time uh, into this game when I could be playing X new exciting thing. But when things, are, when things are handheld, they become like, you know, you can play them on the tube, you can play them right uh, before bed, you can play them whatever, just waiting for whatever and it becomes a lot more accessible because otherwise like what else are you going to be doing playing clappy flappy bird on your phone or something like it's <laughs> what would you clappy bird, what would you rather be playing you know well yeah and like i also you know the thing about the vita is
0: one sony has done the vita wrong since day one like yeah. they built they they built the most beautiful piece of hardware that gaming has ever seen and like Aside from, okay, I know the back touchpad sucks. I understand that it's a pain in the ass. Playing sh- like Shadow Tower on it is a nightmare because you have to use that fucking back down. No, just remap the remap the buttons, kids. Remap them. Don't use the back touchpad. <laughs> you'll you'll hate life. Um, but aside from that, it is such a perfect, beautiful, well constructed piece of hardware, and like. Sony just kind of was like, fuck it, man, we don't know what to do with this. It yeah. wasn't an instant best hit like the original Game Boy, so we don't give a
3: shit. Mm. Yeah, and like, I, mean, I was looking, it, I was telling Sam before, like, I'm looking at these game lists of PSP and PS Vita, and like, I guess, I don't care. <laughs> like, none of these games are are good. Like, that's different than the, than the conversation about preservation, but it's not about, because that's not really what that's about, but it's more about that experience of having the Vita for the entire access of all those PS uh, PS One classics and everything, and the the accessibility of playing. Them.
0: Well, and like you can't fuck with the PlayStation Vita screen, like that original AMOLED screen is sick. Yeah. Um. And like, with the exception of some games that like some like PlayStation One games that are really really dark, um. And so <laughs> it really really makes you know the most of those black levels of that AMOLED screen. Yeah. Um, wait, is it AMOLED or just OLED? I don't remember. But um,
1: it's pretty. That's where we are getting. It's from pretty. And I'm and I don't the don't blacks
0: have are really nice and dark. Um, but like. If you play a lot of PlayStation games on your like, you know, 50 inch HD TV, they look like ass. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, like because they're not designed to look like they're not designed to look good on an LCD screen. They're just not, no. um, you know, like they weren't built that way. But, like, the PlayStation Vita actually kind of gets you a little bit there. But, like, if you want to go into, like, the preservation route, it's a big deal. You have to track down, like, a Sony PCM and, like, you know, get the right cables and find working hardware and find working games. And it becomes an expensive collector's hobby. Um, Big time. Like, you can't. It's not something that you can do cheap. Like, a hobby. Like, in terms of hobbies, it's, like, yachting warhammer figures <laughs> and then like indie original you know like ori- like like tracking down like retro games
3: yeah definitely emulation is the, is the way to go there. so you have to go at
0: the emulation route and then it's like well okay then you're still you know you know still working with an led screen and you can like throw all the filters at it you want but again you are still it's still facsimile it's not it's an approximation and you're not playing it in the original context like Sitting at my desk is not the same as holding a Game Boy in my hands, but yeah. like, that's where like, I'm gonna end up playing like Final Fantasy Legend. Because that's where I can get it right now.
2: I have to play uh, Parasite Eve for an episode that we're doing, and I'm having a tough time a bit just because I got to sit at this computer to do it. Like, you know, imagine if that was a lot easier.
1: Even just controls. I remember, like, trying to track, like go play old SNES games through emulation. And you, you can just run them through your browser. It's a piece of piss. But it sucks. It's like a horrible way to play these games. And I didn't, I didn't, you know, and I really went out of the way to borrow the, because when I worked at Games Master, we had a um, the mini SNES in the office. And I borrowed it all the time, because that was, that was the way to play those things, just plug it in my TV and sit there, you know, on my floor and play them. Sitting in a browser is just that is not the way to play Super Metroid, kids. Just do not. Don't use a browser.
3: <laughs> Get a proper emulator. Um,
1: mm-hmm. But no, no, these aren't all old games, though. Like, um, stuff that's going to be lost to the PS3. We mentioned Heavenly Sword. Um, but even stuff that's like big Sony flagship titles. Gran Turismo 5 and 6 are just going to be you, no way to play that. Presumably, they're just banking on there being another Gran Turismo in about 20 years. But um, no, there's
3: a, Isn't there, not isn't that one of the PS5 games that are coming out? this year even so I yeah that, that was that there's was a new in, one I, don't worry about it, the old ones yeah because it's it, it is kind of that thing of like the fifa or madden thing right like it's not quite that level obviously we're not getting a new grand frisma every year but just that these games whenever there's a new one whenever there's a new number that's higher than the old one on the end of it then the other ones are meaningless
2: <laughs> there was a quote from a, a playstation exec and you'll have to figure me they all they all kind of blend into one but <laughs> the um they had seen a setup of all of the previous gran turismo games uh, at an
0: event. that was jim um, ryan that was the ceo
2: mm, so they had said like oh I, I you know i saw the setup of all of them and seen how far they progressed and why would you want to play the old ones like they look really terrible like just you know just play the new ones i'm like that's shut that's up it. jim that's
1: the... <laughs> <laughs> shut up jim mm. No,
3: oh, no, okay. we, need
0: to, we need to get like the real quote. Hold on a second, mm-hmm. because this is like it's um, it's really it's I mean, it's great, but it's bad <laughs> uh, when we've dabbled with backwards compatibility. I can say it is one of those features that is much requested, but not actually used much that. And I was at a Gran Turismo event recently where they had PS1, PS2, PS3 and PS4 games and the PS1 and the PS2 games. They looked ancient. Like, why would anybody play this? it's your own product (laughs) (laughs) like Like, why would uh, anybody play this jim why does microsoft keep doing it at time and time again Mm.
3: though was jim ryan ceo when those games came out maybe it's one of those things of like no
0: he was head of global sales and marketing at the time
3: yeah he's trying to you know throw shade on the previous ceos to make himself look better maybe
2: Oh, yeah, and maybe it's like, you know, I can't sell these old games, but I can sell the new ones. They look great, don't they? Look, check out the graphics.
1: I mean, as well, um, I'm going to mention these clustered together because I'm not a big fan of them. But you've also got Infamous and Killzone. Or, and that's all of the, like, other than the Infamous one on PS4. So that's the first two Infamous games and all three Killzone games, the originals. They're not going to be available. And, like, it's so weird because, like, that is, like sony's equivalent of like halo or something that was like their big flagship for fucking donkeys and that's the one that they just don't give a shit about anymore it's so weird like how just easily they've tossed it aside not that i particularly wanted to go back and play killzone (laughs) but like it's just weird that like you know this game that was for all intents and purposes sony's biggest thing on the planet is now just gone like you won't be able to play it so weird
0: yeah, no. Like looking at these games, and like you know, I mean, Infamous One and Two are the good Infamouses. They're not the like the super racist <laughs> ones. <laughs> actually, like, one of the Kill Zones was good. At least one of the Kill Zones was good because I know I played you, it. Can you, I you like, name which like, one. one? No, I can't. That's why I need all three to exist so that I can go back and play them on my PlayStation <laughs> Five with backwards and compatibility, and then I can come back and I can tell you, okay, guys, it was Killzone Two actually.
3: I'm going to be honest that I've, and to this day, have always confused uh, Killzone and Resistance. Resistance as just the Aliens that. one. So
1: Resistance yeah. is the next one I was going to mention, which I kind of have a soft spot for. They're not like, they're... I've never played any of them. They're kind of lackluster in a bunch of ways. Like, Sony wanted it to be Halo, and it just isn't. But um, I don't know. They're kind of weird and interesting, like, games. They're like World War Two alternate universe alien fighting games like they're just really weird like this so it's a so weird kind of like
2: zombie shooters as well
1: aren't they well not I quite is k- no you've got i mean they kind of have she it points, already said aliens but, but it is aliens but yeah but they're kind of zombies because they're like the chimera and they like infect people and they turn them into aliens and that's how the alien propagates is like and and that's tied into like a alternate history world war two thing so they're kind of weird they're kind of interesting and um i have a, a bit of a soft spot for them um but yeah those are gone and again those those were like for the times that sony were putting them out resistance one was like a launch title for the ps3 like that was their big you know that was their big title when the, the game the console landed and two and three got a lot of promotion and stuff like these are big things and they're all gone um and speaking of other big things um a bunch of ratchet and clank games i
3: thought uh, you gonna make little big planet you, you said the word oh, oh the yeah word. little big planet totally totally forgot
1: speaking what. of big things Speaking speaking of big things <laughs> Little Big Planet Little things. Speaking speaking, speaking of little, speaking of big things, um let's just not talk about Little Big Planet anyway. Um oh, come on, <laughs> I love
3: little big planet.
1: Come on. Okay, well I'm on to hear you. As someone who was very blazy about them, tell me why you love Little Big Planet and why it's gonna be shit that it's gone now.
0: You just like saying Sackboy. Boy.
3: <laughs> yeah, that was that theme song though. Sackboy. Sackboy, uh best best. Uh, console mascot ever. Whoa, Blinks! Blinks is
1: right here and you're just throwing <laughs> this in their face. <laughs> <laughs> uh
3: I love Sackboy. I love the expressions that you can do when just waiting for your friend, run into the run into the loo and just like playing with the little Man, Mary. this is real love. I'm sorry I made fun of you. This is real love yeah, right here. I um I have a very uh a very soft spot for Little Big Planet. I think it was also the first the first video game that I played together with my now wife. Come on, sob story here. Oh, yeah. sorry, <laughs> sorry. <Cheating. laughs> I mean, I played Luigi's Mansion
0: Three with my partner for review, and like, you know, I'm not getting weepy on a podcast about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sitting. We'll invite you back on. I'm not out the, here like, uh... like you know, holding it down for sack boy.
1: <laughs> I played them. Um... Oh, I will? I played um through The Last of Us for my partner and we split up. Um, <laughs> well you had
2: to make a choice. It was either split up or done with them or the world ends. So Yeah, that was it.
1: Um, so you know, video games are bad kids. Um, but yeah, like the thing that surprised me with this list though, like none of these I mean, yeah, like I'm I, I don't give a shit about Calzone, but none of these are like Like, uh, most of these are big titles, these are all big things, like, Mm -hmm. Sony's particular disregard for this is weird in a way that, you know, we'll we'll get into it, but I feel like Nintendo and Microsoft have not discarded all their big titles at all, like, they've made a big effort to bring them forward.
0: The only ones that they really haven't brought over are ones that they're like, dude, we don't, we can't. (laughs) (laughs) It's just like, we would love to bring it over, because then we would just have this like eternal library but we, we we just simply cannot bring over this one particular game sorry barbie horse adventure stands which actually no i think barbie horse adventures is actually one of the ones that just keeps getting brought over
3: give us rare replay we we it's should so we should do a stream that...
2: <laughs> um
0: of for a replay
1: but like <laughs> no no but it's, barbie's it's... horse adventures Oh uh, yeah you no know, no what's, no, you know it's what's
0: missing from this list though sam is the persona games
1: Oh yeah, that's that's see that's that's my blind spot is because all that we pers- can Because
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, Persona 4 though got the PC release and Did it? I guess I it. yeah, they 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 got yeah, Persona 4 got
0: the PC release um and Persona 5 just you know is is
3: persistent well, that's modern consoles. Persona is getting that mm-hmm. remaster, isn't it? Yeah, that It's coming oh, out like Persona 3's getting a remaster tomorrow. No, that's Shin Megami Tensei. PC. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, which is yeah, Persona Three is no, it's game. no, no, no. Persona Three is called Shin Megami Tensei Persona Three. Yes. okay, so yes, it is game, game. technically, but, but we've
0: in in the in the world of American game people, <laughs> in the West, it's not called that. It's just called fucking Persona Three.
3: Which is the one that's getting the remake? Nocturne right? is getting, getting Odyssey, Nocturne.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
3: Nocturne. Okay. Yeah.
0: But
2: like Shin Megami Tensei Three. is a series, and yeah. then right, yeah, 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 yeah. Persona and just, is a series. Because the, there's
0: also the, Shin the Megami off. Tensei
3: Bible Adventures. <laughs> <laughs> That's like the like the equivalent of Robert Crumb's Genesis. <laughs> like it's one of it It's funny because like you
0: know I started a Let's Play series where I'm like fuck it, I'm playing through all the Mega Ten games. Like and I was just gonna do like the mainline Mega Ten games, and you know I'm like well. If we somehow manage to make it through these fucking endless games mm-hmm. um, before, like, you know, like, the world explodes, I'm going to have to do Persona and I'm going to have to do, like, the weird Shin Megami Tensei offshoots that exist. So,
3: so was was Persona 3 available on PlayStation 2 the... and PlayStation on 3 Play... and that's it? It was available as a ps2 classic on ps3 there i think i i think it's
0: like was Fez. uh persona 3 fess um but like yeah um and then you had the persona one playstation portable version um you had one of the PlayStation one of the persona twos was available in the us as a playstation portable version but not the other one Um, they were available as PS1 classics, it was a PS1 yeah. classic, yeah. And then yeah. Um, PlayStation uh, Persona 3 Portable is not on anything else, and that's the best version of Persona 3.
1: Well, I can't believe we're going to come out of this podcast and everyone's going to know that I care more about Killzone <laughs> than Persona. <That's>, um, <laughs> what a legacy. Um, I,
2: I think it's weird that it's um, not something that we've brought up yet, but uh, PlayStation did just put out Astro's Playroom, which is a celebration of all of their previous titles and mm. um, consoles uh, and has hidden references to all of the stuff that has come before it. And it's so weird that in the same span of about six months, they can say like, oh, we are you know really love all of the stuff that came beforehand. And then, <laughs> oh, we're not actually all that interested in maintaining and making it possible for you to experience that stuff.
3: At- I have to imagine that, we're saying all of this now, but this is probably part of their PS Now uh, push. Mm. Oh yeah, like uh, they've they're seeing they're seeing everything that well like all media is trying to do now with different streaming services and and curated uh, curated libraries that you can pay one fee to play. And I have to imagine that this is probably bad way to go about it. Well, I don't know. There's always the thing of like the bad thing and then sound feel like the savior when you give them the good thing that 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 everybody was clamoring for maybe that's part of it but i maybe it's an I, I almost said optimist in it but i also don't like the fact that this is the thing that like that that streaming services are are the the future of of media consumption but the i it has to be that right like i'm sure that these things will be will be in some kind of ps now thing that you have that you can pay a premium for on your on your playstation plus a thing or whatever i don't know but
0: yeah and it's i mean it it runs like shit even if you have good internet like i have great internet i have like the best internet you can buy in america pretty much and like runs like shit um (laughs)
1: <laughs> put that in the phone, sony like, oh, i mean let
0: I me mean, come on like <sighs> this is the problem the infrastructure isn't there for streaming like for, for streaming games it's google stadia google could have thrown all the money in the world at the fucking stadia i have no idea how much money they threw in it but i guarantee you they threw more money into the stadia than they did than plays than sony did with playstation now and it was dead before it even hit like you know release
2: it's um i I think I've said this on a previous episode, but i'm I'm of the opinion that it's a chicken egg situation like I feel like the demand for massive infrastructure projects like this has to arrive based on like streaming companies having a good quality of products and then eventually the infrastructure will match it like that's that's my best hope
1: I <laughs> um, but it's obviously. That would still suck because, as we mentioned, not owning media and having it completely based on someone's servers and no one has ownership or ways to preserve it. It's just bad news for preservation and modding and all these other things. Like, when we've,
3: And we touched on it before, even just the development and, and creation of games where using Netflix as the, as the you know, evergreen example of just everything ends up being the exact same thing when, when something is created for a single a single service.
1: So, on the subject of alternatives, um, there's actually because you can emulate PS3 games, and, and not only can you do it, there's a there's a few options actually. Um, there's I've got a wee list here of you've got RPC S 3 Mednathan ESX PS3. There's like um. All
2: of these sound as if they're gonna like be erectile dysfunction cures.
0: So.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm pretty. <laughs> please, uh, please speak to your physician. Before yeah, like you... <laughs> they're either like
0: things you get like at GNC for like you know, or they're erectile defun- dysfunction dysfunction meds, or they're like, you know, like late 90s Y2K, like, nootropics, like, synthetic nootropics <laughs> that, like, William D- Gibson get it, is force, trying to us. try. <laughs>
1: R- <laughs> RPCS3 definitely, like, that mm-hmm. is, that is for sure, like... But um, a lot of these. I are wouldn't have had such source.
2: bad hair loss if I'd have taken some. Uh, RBCs,
1: three. <laughs> they um, they're uh, they're actually most of these are open source as well, so these are all like put together by uh, fans and stuff. Some of them have come a long way. Like I remember, like a few years ago, PS3 emulation was notoriously difficult. Um yeah. as, as people always go on about the PS3's unique architecture, and um, apparently it was a pain in the arse to emulate, but they've come a long Still way.
3: Still is. Um, uh it has come a long way. I mean I'm I'm very familiar with RPS uh RPCS3. It's probably the only one that's actually in a state that's worth using. And even that uh I think has really only happened in the last 2 or 3 years. It was definitely usable uh 2 or 3 years ago. Um but you had a lot of games that didn't either didn't run on it or didn't run very well and I I use it regularly and it's still there's still it's still pretty glitchy with a lot of games that you wouldn't want it to be Mm -hmm. that way for um and the and it's 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 years ahead of in development of the other ones as well um but that being said with this whole thing (laughs) of 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 sony killing playstation 3 and the like uh, i have to imagine that there will be a, a a huge New interest in in this stuff mm-hmm. and and like you said like these are not developed by companies. This is developed by people in their own time. And I think if anything's going to ignite their passion to work more, work, um, well, work more on projects like this, it, it it would be the the growing demand in the in the populace to be able to play these games or, or have them for posterity. Um, I mean, emulation
1: isn't easy though. It's, it's tied. To, it's tied. I mean, you mean. <laughs> you know talk about accessibility like this is like you need a big you need a good pc to do emulation like you know like you need like i wouldn't say necessarily like cutting edge but you still need a pretty beefy like gaming computer to be able to do this stuff and like that's just most people
0: yeah especially with the playstation 3 because to emulate the cell uh, architecture is you know it's 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 brutal you need a lot of like to with a lot of power to just brute force that shit um i know like i started doing a demon souls let's play uh kind of of the moment when um the election was happening in america and i was just like you know what like everyone's stressed out i'm gonna just do a demon souls let's play let's let's all experience the end of the world of latria <laughs> uh you know in in in, in Boletaria and um I got like a mm, couple hours like like six hours in and then like it was just like doing um the the mines, and like my computer was just like shitting the bed constantly <laughs> trying to just like deal with like light rendering and shadow and
3: it was just like no nah, it's not doing that like <laughs> sorry the only the only upside to that is that there will never be more resources that are needed to emulate the ps3 it, there is a set amount it's true and and computer technology is always moving forward so there will be a point when you'll be able to emulate the ps3 in a very you know on super cheap hardware it's just not but will right they be now. able to do
2: that at a time when you know the digital roms have been dumped from the PS3 store, right? Like, will that have disappeared
3: before oh, I mean, that point? You want a PS3 game? I can get you a PS3 okay. game. I <laughs> can get you one by three PM. <laughs> yeah, you got a, you got Noby Noby Boy on there. I know a guy. <laughs> and that, and that's one of the big problems
0: now is getting the you know the ROMs for the PlayStation Three. That's another problem. Is they're huge, and you have to like know someone who can rip them, and you have to rip them in a special way, and like it's 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 a it's a whole big ordeal to get to go from disc to playable ROM. And then, like, and like I said, they're huge. Like, Demon Souls is something like nine point eight gigabytes, or something ridiculous. Storing a library of PlayStation Three games is like that's that's a hard drive. You're gonna have to dedicate a hard drive to your PlayStation Three mm. games, which um,
1: obviously is a sacrifice we're willing to make. Um, yeah, like <laughs> we we've talked about this before in regards to preservation. It just it just feels to me that there should be a legal, you know precedent in place where it's like if some, when Sony stops manufacturing the hardware you know whether it's PS2 or PS3 it feels like that should open up the patent to someone can come in and just manufacture a knockoff PS2 that can that's got the same hardware function and can just play those games it feels like somebody should be allowed to come in and do that you know so that you know you can just have hardware you know emulation rather than trying to like r- get some beast in computer just to play demon cells you know
3: I'll go one step further and say to decriminalize ROMs, (laughs) if on ROMs for hardware that isn't supported anymore.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, like, I mean, if the if if you like a certain point, if the if the person, I feel like, if the company, the owner in question, isn't interested in preserving it, then, then yeah, there should be there should be precedent for this stuff. Like, yeah, absolutely. Just yeah, fucking anyone can have a go at that point. Like, if you're not going to do the upkeep, then. It's
0: also funny cuz this actually, you know, ties back to like a bigger problem. Like I was just reading um uh a, a tweet. It was um it was a uh, Jackson Tyler of Abnormal Mapping. Um it's been at- on the show before. I oh. don't know which direction to point, but it's up there. At, <clears throat> at head falls off on Twitter. Um uh was just talking about how um, apparently uh they lost the code for the for original Andrew Gaiden. No, which is like, what? And that's why we're getting, like, the lesser versions the in the collection. <clears throat>
1: There's not even blood Sig- in them.
0: Sigma bowls, am I right? Yeah. <laughs> oh
1: my god.
0: <laughs> like, hopefully they'll at least go back and add blood, because that's, like, kind of the point.
1: Yeah, like, Ninja Game without blood is just... I, I just can't even wrap my head... I can't even wrap my head around they did it in the first place. Never mind that that is the version we're now stuck with. I hope they go and like, edit it in.
0: It's funny, because I bought... My Xbox for three games: Knights of the Old Republic, Ninja Gaiden, and Dead or Alive Extreme Beach Volleyball. Whoa! And those are, the, like, those, are the, those are the games that I ever played on my Xbox. Um, no, no blanks great.
1: to Time Sweeper though. Gutted. Um, <laughs> uh, I think, it. Uh, like that. That one's. I mean, because this, this is the thing that's sad about it, because we, we've, again, we've talked about preservation before, and it's, like, it's this difference between, like, even just having the ROMs versus, like, the source code. And, like, games companies themselves aren't great at looking after source code No, codes. they're terrible
0: at it, because they don't care. Yeah, they like, really... I mean, there's there's, there's no vested interest in having, like, an internal... And, like, it's funny, because so many corporations actually have, like, you know, they hire archivists, they hire people, like, you know, with museum studies backgrounds to like basically keep a corporate history and like these big game companies like i mean what this is a product they can't even keep track of their own fucking product because they're like
1: no we move on to the next one and it's like it's like i mean ninja gaiden on xbox is like the best action game like ever and they're just they've just fucking binned it like it's gone Never stuck with fucking the sigma versions how did someone preserve those that's the thing that gets me as well. Like somebody, somebody was like, Sony. fucking. They didn't look after the original, but the the fucking port people that came in and did Sigma were like, right, this is it. This is our legacy. Get that and foil and a vacuum seal. Like
2: I can imagine somebody like some decision maker somewhere is like, well, we've got these two hard drives. Which one do you want to save? And they're like, oh well, which one's newest?
1: Yeah, like it's, Sigma's the new one, right? That'll do. You know, and then this is this is a weird thing, right? Like because. I mean i know this goes back to the same drum we're always banging on which is capitalism and financial interest and all this but like it's so weird to me that like all these entire companies have to create these things and there's just so little regard from so many of the people at the top level to do any work to look after preserve it in any way like they, they themselves and in a, in a way that is real contrast with say like you know with like f- a, a lot of filmmakers and stuff i mean George Lucas had to actively go and destroy his legacy to get rid of it. But like I feel like a lot of like film directors, you know, they they care a lot, like, about their own stuff in a way that I feel like video game companies don't get to, whether that is just their personal choice or like just money men at the top just not letting them do it. But like it's so weird that there's just such a disregard for maintaining any of it. Like you know, I imagine that there's so
2: much turnover in these studios as well that I bet that there are completely fresh people working there after about six years. Mm. Like, I bet nobody just knows where it is. I bet probably some of these companies do have it. They're just like it's just in a desk in a behind the desk. That it has like...
0: happened before. Mm-hmm. Um, God, w- w- and there is at least one game that I remember. Like the story was like they had turnover and someone just like lost it and eventually like it was found. And it was just, like, it was just in, like, a broom closet. It's like, someone right. just put a box and, like, put it in the back, and it was, like, oh, there's, you know, the source code to, like, King's Quest Five or something weird. It was, like, what? Can we, um,
1: <laughs> can we start a campaign, like, putting up posters and everything to implore developers to start looking for the Ninja Gaiden source code? Like, <laughs> please, please check under your... If you're a game developer, please yeah. check under your sofa. Please let us know if it's there. It um, might
0: be on a memory stick, you know, an old build you're working on there are like problems like you know, i was thinking about you know i've been let's playing final fantasy 11 and um like part of me really wants to go back to the original final fantasy 11 you know mm. and like there are you know blizzard came out and they were like let's here is our world of warcraft classic you can relive the classic experience which you know okay like they had the capability to do that they've got the money to do that uh, they have the will to do it because it's been such in demand because everyone's been making world of warcraft classic private servers for a decade now um but like there is no there's no classic servers that i know of for final fantasy 11 um they just scrapped the mobile port um but like you can't go back to that original version and like the hardware that they were using to make it is gone like the reason the playstation 2 and the xbox 360 versions like don't exist anymore is because they don't have the, they didn't have the dev kits from what I remember. Um,
1: Square Enix has a, a reputation for this.
0: Yeah. And so they were just like, well, we're stuck with PC, but we can keep working on PC kinda. And then Square Enix is like, yeah, and then you can keep working on it as long as we make money. Um, which it's, it's wild that it still exists, but eventually it will, it will disappear like mm. all of these PlayStation three games. And those are even harder to get. You can't get MMOs back. Like, yeah,
1: I mean, like, it's all server and <laughs> client, you know, like, that's stuff, like, stuff, part of the game is just out of reach, like. The
0: Matrix Online is gone forever.
1: <laughs> and, like, but, like. <sighs> it,
0: the... But that was a really important MMO that did lots of really innovative shit, and, like, it really is an important part of game history, and it's gone. It has it it been obliterated from existence. It will not come back.
1: And, and no, none of the people involved were seem interested, that's the thing that, like, is yeah. just shocking, like, no one was like, oh yeah, we should, we should, for prosperity, prosperity, we should, we should keep a hold of this, and no one has, they were just like, yeah, just pull the plug, whatever, it's, it's so weird to me, like, I mean, I'm I'm not, I don't want to pin, pin this on, like, there's one person who's got to make that call, I'm assuming there's an entire studio, and they're like, oh, we want to do this, and there's somebody, you know, you've got your CEO, is like, nah, it's not new, it's burning money, fucking get rid of it. I don't want to hear about it. But, you know, it's just, ah, it's so tragic. Like, and you brought up Square Enix and, um, Phoenix. And, um, I was thinking about the Final Fantasy IX situation where, like, they they just lost all the old CG render backdrops. They're just gone. So like the only way that fans have been able to upres them is with AI simulation. <laughs> like and <I'm> fucking <laughs> and it's like and they've done it. Like you can go and download this mod for Final Fantasy Nine that like adds all those like backgrounds like up to upres through AI and they look amazing. But it's like wild that like I mean that's just images, right? That isn't even like. You know, that's not like even like the gate the source code. That's just like images and they didn't even keep those. Like you can just fucking copy paste that onto fucking drive. Nobody did that, like and it's like fuck. Games just really aren't like looked after at all and square enix a company that has all these resources and you know has a legacy with the final fantasy and stuff the fact that they are not interested in doing it just feels like fuck is anybody caring presumably
2: the future intent to do stuff with that as well like i can imagine that they want to make fucking keychains of midgar right like you like just to have the fucking art assets for them to put in some gacha game in future like you can think that they would want to do
3: that like i think what's the most almost disheartening or me with the whole thing is that we've have so many conversations and rants and soapboxes about uh, video games deserving to be treated as art, like any other artful medium, but the people who are in charge of creating them don't agree. (laughs) Like, I mean, obviously that's a select group of, of, you know, AAA developers, but obviously they create a ton of games and maybe not even create them, but own the rights to, or, uh, own the publishing to and so it by and large in control of what happens with those games and if they are not taking care of of the art that they're in charge of what what can we what can we do you know yeah. like what if they can if they're not even treating it as what we are saying this stuff is this stuff is is art man but that's the thing is it. we're the
0: ones saying it they're not yeah, yeah. They don't. Art care. is the stuff that they pay right. large amounts of money for at auction, and then put in a warehouse right. somewhere and forget right, about yeah. that they own until it, it. In, in pre-
2: appreciates in value. Yeah. yeah, which games don't? They go down. So why, why care about them?
1: God, there we go. I mean, to give it a little positive. Where's the,
3: what's the what's the what's the upside? What's the
1: good side? The, what's the, <laughs> the, the upside positive? is not everyone is as bad at this as Sony. Sony do feel a little bit special and not just their lack of care but also their like almost like opposition to preservation um but microsoft and nintendo have been doing a little better Um, microsoft actually i feel like with the last couple of xboxes made a big deal about backwards compatibility um they, they almost i mean it might just because they had no really good games to sell but like they marketed those consoles on hey they play the old games that you like and reasonably, and, and, as, and as much as not only can you go and play a bunch of old original Xbox games that just work on their consoles, they've also put in a lot of effort to put out, you know, the Master Chief Collection, which in a lot of ways is a butchering of those games. At least it's something, and it exists, and there is a version of those <laughs> games you can go and play. Um... There is other stuff as well. So and they've and they've pushed those to PC as well is another big part of this. Like so they push them onto platform where they're more it's easier to like preserve them um, and keep them aside. Um, you know, copy those ROMs. You and can everything. play
2: Blinks the Time Sweeper right now
1: <laughs> if you want. Um not on PC yet though. Microsoft, as mm-hmm. soon as you do this PC port, please, I will market this entire game. <laughs> um
3: the... <sighs> House Blinks.
0: Microsoft has made themselves the backwards compatibility, you know, like, booster child. Because, like, they're just, like, you know...
1: Remember when people liked us?
0: They don't have the (laughs) first-party, you know, support that Sony has. Because Sony gobbled up all the big studios. And, you know, Sony doesn't care. Like, Sony doesn't care if, like, the next Rockstar game is good. The next Rockstar game just has to be big. Yeah. And it will sell. Like, you know you know it doesn't matter what we say about the rockstar game the rockstar game is going to sell you know x number of million of copies it's going to make you know all the shareholders happy and that's that sony owns it they don't care they wouldn't and they don't care about preserving it because the next one will do the same thing for them um microsoft you know doesn't have that luxury um so their thing is we got all the fucking games they like go back to our original catalog we got them all like You want them, you got them. And also, we've got this Game Pass service. What?
1: Yeah, we've we've definitely talked a bit about Game Pass and all the shortcomings of that version. But, like, I I think the thing that surprised me about Microsoft's, like, thing about it is that it did seem to, like... I, I saw a lot of people in chat about people cared about that. Like, it wasn't some abstract thing of, like, some small little people that, you know... And it's probably not doing the gangbusters numbers that, you know, Sony get from whatever their next big release is. But... I think, like, it was surprising to me that there was a vested interest in, like, oh, yeah, I do want to be able to play my old games and stuff. And I wonder when, it seemed like that went away for a while. Because I remember, like, that was a big thing with the PS2, right? Like, it, you can just slap your PS1 games in there.
0: Yeah. One of the, one of the things that one of my friends who um, has worked in AAA um, for a while has, has mentioned when I was I was talking to them about this. And basically, they they had a really, you know, this completely changed my way of thinking about it. Microsoft is in competition with Steam, not Sony mm. and you know and so basically that is like they' they are trying to amass this colossal archive you know of games that like you play on their console you know or on PC in Windows like they're kind of like mm, you know buy them from the Microsoft store however you buy them you know we're gonna just keep supporting it um yeah they're it's about they're having a massive than... library in the platform right. Um, whereas Sony is, you know, Sony is a hardware company. They are pushing that piece of hardware so that they can sell these little little blobs that go in the hardware.
1: <laughs> um, I think as well, like the thing with um, with Microsoft and their push for this, and like, because that was the great thing about Steam. I remember because because I was I had a three sixty for a while, and I didn't I couldn't afford a big gaming PC. But the thing that made me confident about going and having a computer again you know i I wanted a fancy computer for the witcher 3 or whatever the thing that made me really confident about investing in it was realizing that steam had all these old games and when when i when i had them on steam it meant when i bought that new computer i still had all that stuff like all these old games were still there i can still go back and play the original thief i can still go back and play all these old games and it is the peace of mind that is that comes with that. Whereas the thought of like you know the thought of like buying a PS Five right now is like I just I'm like I don't know like what what would I play on it like you know and then what if I you know what am I bringing with me and when you realize you can't bring anything with you it's kind of like it just fucking sucks like you know.
0: No, it's really funny because um I got my PS Five and I you know <laughs> put it up and. The great thing was the Sony store, Sony's e-commerce architecture sucks and like barely ever works. Um, so I had to go like I had to do like, you know, I tried six different ways to get to buy Demon Souls. I couldn't. I could, Sony wouldn't even take my money. <laughs> Um, and like, usually I'm like waiting. I always wait for like, you know, like bank of America or whoever to call me and be like, Oh, you're, we got this weird charge on your card. Is it okay? And I'm like, yeah, no, it's fine. It's me trying to buy a PlayStation game, but not even this time. Like this time it was just Sony's backend just wasn't working. Uh, so I went to the website, didn't work. You know, I was like, okay, fine. I clearly just cannot buy this game now. Well, what am I going to do with this hunk of shit? (laughs) I guess I'll install... I'll get. I'll set up Bloodborne and Monster Hunter World to download. Maybe Hitman Three. Like, mm.
1: oh, that reminds hey, me. Like, of Monster Hunter Rise. of the week, I'm excited.
2: Yeah, mate. Oh. This is a tangent, but just yeah, I'm just like a game. I mean, I'm actually episode, excited it's about. It's already come out by that point. But I bring it up because it came out last week.
1: Yeah, by the time that's gone out, Monster Hunter Rise will be available, and we'll all be enjoying it instead of um going outside, but um, I think... Um... We can throw
2: our time counters into this episode, actually. Kit, can you put those in there now?
1: <laughs> but, like, um, I bring it up, though, because, you know, I'm thinking of, like, that. that's the game I'm excited about, and that's on Switch. And the thing that made me buy my Switch wasn't Breath of the Wild or whatever. The thing that made me buy my Switch was... All of the indie stuff and all the old games that are available on Switch and realizing that it was this little platform to to have my games on. You know, I feel like I treat games machines now the way that I treated like an MP3 player or something. It was an excuse to get like all this, you know, hard, you know, it's an excuse to get um, just all my stuff in one place rather than the shiny new thing anymore. Like, I care, I somewhat care about sh- some shiny new things, but mostly it's just, like, <laughs> I just wanted to play, like, all these old games and, and, you know, like, and get and get hold of all this indie stuff, you know, and in an easy place that I can just carry around with me. That's the value of it, you know?
2: I spend a lot of time thinking about how games are marketed now. Uh, I mean, I, I kind of always have done, and maybe you might argue that I care more about that than actually playing them. But uh, I think that one of the greater uh, things about being on a console as opposed to being on the PC is that you'll get prominence in PlayStations like here's our Indies, um, you know, showcase or the same thing for Switch as well. Like the, the real benefit of being on that machine is if you can argue a deal where you get to be able to have like prominence and that's not something that you can guarantee that you'll have from steam because they have no incentive to sell your game because there are going to be thousands of very similar ones that are up on the store that either sell or they don't but nintendo have an incentive to sell consoles so they want to promote you as a way of making sure that people fucking buy it
1: i mean there's um, definitely garbage on steam store i uh, saw on the switch store i don't know if you've been on there
3: mm-hmm. uh well, Probably 90% shuffle weight, and, to And um, there's a
1: great thing, I, some a friend, I think uh, Joel mentioned this in the show, an episode we did a while back um, about how you can sort of exploit the Switch store marketplace by pricing your game to like 99 pence for a day and it will shoot all the way up to the top of their list and then you just put it back to full price the next day and so that's th- just
2: marketing campaigning though that's that's not unique to yeah. the switch store that's how all of it works
1: but the switch store has such a small window it's it's it's, it's like steam is just like so much shit getting flung at you the switch store is mm. like you see four games at a time like it is it is like this mm. tiny window you get if you get to be in that window like everyone in their switch fucking sees that like you know um and clicks
0: on it because they don't want to have to scroll through the nintendo eShop because it's a mess
1: (laughs) it takes forever it's so bad um but hey we love it (laughs) um Mm -hmm. but you know (laughs) like the thing is like
0: nintendo for all of their you know oh look here we're bringing back their old nintendo games and like you know you can one you, you like uh how long until nintendo kills off you know our downloads Mm. How long until Nintendo kills off their shops? Because Nintendo's been killing off shops. Mm-hmm. Nintendo kills access. Just you know, like you know, they really. They set the like the standard for Sony to follow.
3: For sure, they just do it quietly. Sony's
0: just much more of, like happy about doing it.
3: Even wilder stuff like the whole. I mean, talking about preservation, but then. Or even making backwards compatible stuff, they have Mario Thirty Five, which is literally only playable. I, I think there's only a few more days that you can even play it. They're not doing a thing of oh, you can only buy it between this time until March thirty first. They're just mm-hmm. not. It's not going to be playable after the after the end. Wait, of this really? Month. Yeah, it's not. It wasn't. A, it's not a timed game as far as uh, oh, make sure you the, download it.
2: Is this where the meme of Mario's
0: public execution has
3: been coming yep. from? Yeah. yeah. I didn't know that
0: they, they, I didn't know it was actually, um, like that's what I thought it playable. was. That's
3: what I thought it was that I was like, oh, you can only buy it or download it or whatever in between these six months. It's not, it's, what? you can only play it. <laughs> you what? can only play it. How expensive time. was it? Super Mario brothers 35 is available for free to their subscribers, to the Nintendo switch online members. It wasn't a game that you had to buy, but it was still a game that was created for a six-month period of time, I guess only. Wow.
1: That's just wild. And I was thinking, actually, because I, I, one of the things I love about my Switch is they've got the the SNES library on there as long as you're subscribed. But that's like that's like a thing you subscribe to and download and stuff. If, if Nintendo wants to kill that, they can. Like, there's you know, it's not something I own in any in any real way. And um, yeah, Ninten- Nintendo feels like they have their games, but you're very much at the mercy of just. Them fucking a switch and killing it at some point.
3: Um, if they know how to use the switch, <laughs> 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 It's just so like incompetent seemingly sometimes that it's just it is. It feels like a crapshoot with anything Nintendo talks about as a feature or a or a benefit.
1: But um, yeah, I guess they're not that much better than Sony. Um, and I mean, there's there's plenty there's plenty of stuff off, particularly the GameCube that is just not fucking around or available um it's definitely yeah where's my
0: original animal crossing nintendo
1: this is the big stuff where's
0: (laughs) twin snakes (laughs) (laughs)
1: Snakes. (laughs) christ (laughs) uh i mean honestly and and in so many ways twin snakes is the best and worst of metal gear solid and it should absolutely be preserved um (laughs) i would i would i would say it's more precious than mgs4
3: Dolphin is a very good emulator that runs on very modest equipment. I don't Shout mind to saying so. <laughs>
2: go play Eternal Darkness today. <laughs> Speak to Alex Payne
1: today. P. That's our call to action. Go and play Eternal Darkness um, today. Go go and get on that.
3: And that's a call to action. Emulators can sometimes feel like a very big uh, boogeyman that you've got to pull out of the closet and dismantle and put together and and fix the combobulator to the defunctory or whatever. But it it. If you're on a computer right now, it's not that it'll be much easier to learn how to use these, these, these software um, than trying to track down a copy of whatever game that has just been killed and buying, scouring eBay for an actual working condition. Do you uh, want to play Doshin the Giant?
0: Nothing's stopping you. <laughs>
1: um, one and last... It's a lot
0: easier to set them up these days than it was doing Nesticle yeah. in a
1: DOS window in like 1998. For sure. Um, one last shout out then is, how, did, are they still making PS Vitas? Can you still buy a new PS Vita? No,
0: you God, can't. Is... Uh, well, you I mean, you can, you can still buy new PS Vitas, but they're not like, they're just new in box. They're not. Right, Go to okay. a Kmart.
1: Okay. I'm just wondering if I want to get one because you made it sound really good and really nice. <laughs> you
0: know what? um they're like god like i know the last time i checked the new ones are going for like and those are not the super nice ones um they're the cheaper to manufacture ones with lcd screens um but like those are going for like 300 ish yeah like the price jumped up on them because they weren't going yeah for i guess that. they're now they're, like, now they're like 350 400 sometimes um uh but
1: well, I can choose between that or a PS5. That's that's the options. You
0: still oh, there's more fucking games for the PlayStation Vita <laughs> than there is a
1: the five, exactly. I know what good value you buy anymore. <laughs> and they're great
0: for emulating on.
1: Um, but yeah, like there you go call to action use emulators, they're not as bad except the PS3 ones, which are kind of bad. Just... Look at look them up, get involved. <laughs> but they'll get better. They'll get they'll better, get better we
0: promise. They're not bad. They're just they're just still being they're still in development. They're,
1: they're still, still growing. Um, um and if you like our chat about emulation preservation and the same drum that we banging for a while, um please uh like our video. Um and you know, Matt has shared with me this important fact 50% of viewers aren't <laughs> subscribed. You're watching our videos. You're liking our videos. You're not subscribed? Subscribe. Hit the big button. It's easy. Just do it. Um, and if you really like it, share it with all your, your friends and your family, um, especially those people that care about old games. And grandparents. Your grandparents. Yeah, share it with your grandparents. <laughs> your grandparents who played the PS One like us. Um, <laughs> and- and if you really, really love our stuff, please think of supporting us on Patreon. Uh, it means a lot. Um, and we've got a lot of exclusive stuff on there. Um, you get a lot of stuff early. Um, Persuasion chat, you get a whole month early. It's pretty cool. And had we had this stuff.
2: episode four days before it came out for everybody
1: else. Yeah, you could be, you know, and, and if you're watching it early, that means you're one of our patrons. And thank you so much for, like, supporting us and getting our, keeping us, you know, afloat. It means a lot. Um, and we hope you've been enjoying the exclusive streams and stuff we're doing, and we're definitely going to be doing more of those um, in the future. Um, and yeah, and I want to thank you to Dia for joining us today. Um, I know you've got a lot of stuff, so p- plug your Patreon and your stuff, because I think like <laughs> your stuff's really good. Like, And I-, I talked about your Dragon's Dogma thing, but people should definitely check that out.
0: Thank you for having me. This has been a treat. Um, yeah, my name's Dia Lucina. You can find my stuff um most of my writing these days is on paste com uh slash games um yeah i should have a piece coming up this week um about final fantasy 11's play online service Ooh. um and then um i'm on youtube my patreons uh patreon.com slash uh i think that's how patreon links work but um yep. and you can find me at dealicina on twitter D-I-A-L-A-C-I-N-A. I Uh, I make it easy. I just use the same thing everywhere.
1: and and i know your work's good because even though you put final fantasy 9 at the bottom of your best final fantasy soundtracks i still respect you so much no
0: (laughs) did i put i did put nine at the very
1: bottom it wasn't wasn't at the very bottom bottom. it It was was near the bottom
0: (laughs) it was in the bottom five like
1: the bottom (laughs) and you know that heart a lot but you know i still i still absolutely implore people to to follow and check your work i think you're (laughs) one of the few writers that i read everything that you put out so absolutely like go go and check them out if you like our stuff especially like go go and go and check that out go and support them and watch that dragon's dogma even if you've never played dragon's dogma that's all the more reason to watch the let's play of it um and uh <laughs> where yeah we do, we
0: do weird things where it breaks like and so we just have to do exquisite corpses or Turn in like half an episode into an anime music video. <laughs> you know, you
1: gotta work with what you're given, and you know, you you take some broken eggs and you make an omelet, and it's beautiful, and that's that's what we're here for. Um, but thank you so much for joining us today, um, especially to talk about Demon Souls. You are, as far as I'm concerned, the expert, <laughs> so appreciated getting your expertise in here. Um, thanks, Matt and Alex, for joining me as well, as always and uh, thanks to ket for putting us all together making sure nothing caught fire and thanks to dan c parks for the music i'm samantha and we'll talk again soon